everyone, and welcome to the Uncorked Corner podcast. Today, we are welcoming Cal Spinelli from Run Amok Maple, and we are so excited to have her on. So we'll start by having you introduce yourself. Um, and of course, Nick, our co-host, is here with me as well. I forgot to introduce you, Nick. <laughs> no problem. Hey, yeah, thank you so much for having me, you guys. It's a pleasure. Um, I've been with Run Amok for about a year. Um, and I'll be just coming up in the new year um, as my one year anniversary. And um, things have definitely taken off a lot since I've been here, but uh, I got involved just, um, you know, as, as everyone knows, it's all about who you know. So um, my sister actually um, kind of helped me land the job. She was working at Kodiak Cakes at the time, which is a, a big um, brand name, obviously in the food industry and, um, you know, had met um, one of our, um, you know, co-owners, Kurt, at a trade show and, uh, you know, just happened to throw it out there, you know, if you're ever looking for help, my sister lives in Vermont and uh, and he actually happened to take her up on it. They were um, really, you know, starting to take off and uh, a lot of our marketing work was just contracted and kind of outsourced. And so they wanted to have somebody, um, another set of hands in house to kind of assist. And I've been kind of helping with our social media and partnerships. Um, and a whole bunch of things. Um, so, you know, um, my sister had had kind of landed me um, the job because Kodiak and Run Amok had partnered up and, and they'd done a little bit of a holiday package um, last year. So, yeah, um, we're really just psyched to be like partnering with some of these, you know, bigger brands and, uh, you know, also Vermont brands. That's something that we really um, always jump on the opportunity to do. And um, one cool partnership um, that's kind of outside of our maple syrup that we did this year um, in response to the coronavirus pandemic was um, actually assisting in bottling hand sanitizer. Um, so we had totally um, stopped production of maple syrup for a couple of months and only were um, bottling hand sanitizer that was made by local distilleries. Um, so they had kind of also dropped everything they were doing and putting a lot of their like excess product that would have been put to waste otherwise um, to this great cause. And it was, um, I think hundreds of thousands of bottles of syrup or of, um, excuse me, of hand sanitizer that we had got out. So that was um, about five brands and a, um, a local distributor that had helped us with that. So that was kind of a cool side project and um, sort of another lighthearted thing to come out of um, this year. <laughs> Very cool stuff. And you mentioned you guys are obviously in Vermont. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about sort of what makes maybe Vermont maple syrup special? What makes it different from maple syrups of other maple syrups of other regions, Canada, Maine, Mass, you know, there's a lot of other places up here in the Northeast. I know everyone's always kind of debating Vermont or Canada, what's better, but is there a real difference? Or is that all just a fake debate? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I think a lot of it is personal preference and bias, um, for sure. But, um, you know, regionally, um, and even locally, um, you can actually taste a little bit of a difference in syrup based on where the trees are, um, you know, how high up they are in altitude, um, you know, how the, it's really all about the sap content. So it can vary, like, even just from tree to tree. Um, but, Generally speaking, I guess Vermont maple syrup is the best uh, because, you know, um, like compared to Canada, it's it's just super um, large scale up there. So you don't really see um, like the local sugar makers like you do around here and um, families that have been doing it for generations and carrying that tradition. Um, 
you know, where I live currently is a, a small family farm and we produce maple syrup on a very, very small scale, especially compared to run amok. But um, it's really cool to see, um, you know, how all the different processes of how it can be made. Um, here we do it wood fired, but obviously run amok is on a larger scale. So we use different equipment, um, stuff that allows us to produce it faster and we have a lot larger, um, you know, gathering tanks and, and sap collection um, and things like that. So um, I've learned a lot about the process of making maple syrup from, you know, the, the old traditional way of, of like horse and um, sleigh to, you know, the um, modern method of um, reverse osmosis, we call it. And um, it's basically cuts the time down so that we can uh, make syrup kind of as quickly as it's coming in because our sugar bush is really big and like when the sap is is coming in it's um, definitely kind of a, a similar like all hands on deck um, you know approach it's kind of, it's actually a 24-7 job um, so our sugaring crew works really hard especially during the sugaring season which usually falls between March and um, you know April can you tell us a little bit about that process? Uh, what actually goes into the maple syrup? I know you talk about taking the sap and then you make the final product, but what actually goes into it? What do you do to sort of manipulate that to make maple syrup? Yeah, it's something that a lot of people who eat maple syrup um, don't even know about. You know, I grew up um, in Massachusetts, for example, and like love pure maple syrup, but I never really knew the the labor of love that goes into it. And um, obviously it, it starts from the sap. Like I said, it, it comes from the trees, um, but we can only um, collect that sap during a certain time of year, like I said, which is um, in the spring when things are starting to thaw out. So, you know, the sap is, is all frozen and um, stuck in the trees kind of all winter long, which is um, actually normally when we tap them. So that process can start, um, you know, usually right around the new year in January, they start super early because we have a lot of trees to cover. We um, have about 80,000 uh, maple trees in our sugar bush and we're actually expanding that operation this year um, to another location um, that we'll be able to transport that sap in from. But um, it's, yeah, it's definitely, um, you know, all done by hand still. Um, we have a crew of about a dozen to 14, um, you know, strong hands that, um, you know, cover about a thousand acres of our of our sugar bush and uh um you know when the sap does start to thaw um it comes out very um it kind of comes out like water I guess if you were to taste it like um straight out of a tree like how how we do here sometimes with with buckets how it's normally been done um it would really just taste like a kind of like somewhat sweet water <laughs> um so the sugar content um in sap, for example, is around 2% when it comes out of the tree. And to make maple syrup, um, you wanna have about 66 to 67% sugar content. So you basically just have to um, evaporate all of that water out of it, um, which normally takes a lot of time um, or has traditionally um, when it's just done over like a wood fire. Um, but we have, you know, some, um, more advanced methods to um, help us out with that. And we actually, um, you know, have a, a vacuum system um, that helps us kind of suck all of the sap um, from the trees. And it's done um, 
in a very responsible way and it's not harmful to the trees. We try and keep it on a very low, um, you know, pressure for, for that, but it is all uh, gravity fed in our pipelines. So, um, you know, when the trees are tapped, it flows through the pipes and downhill. Um, and that's kind of where we collect it all. Um, the pipes will feed into bigger pipeline and um, kind of make its way down to the sugar house. And, uh, you know, if things get frozen um, or stuff gets in the way or there's um, holes or leaks in the lines, um, that's kind of where the vacuums help us out. So um, pretty much all of the sap is collected in our sugar house and then it is um, put through reverse osmosis, we call it. So that kind of cuts the water content in half and just saves us a lot of time. Um, so we are working with RO, RO sap is what they'll call it um, when it goes through the boiler. And that, um, you know, then um, goes through the evaporator and um, that's like where you see all the steam and kind of that um, traditional like awesome maple smell. Um, and so, yeah, that's when um, our sugar makers will kind of draw it off, uh, test it, you know, test the water and sugar content, make sure it's right and the color looks right. And then we filter it um, through a pretty fine filter. And um, then it's put in barrels and um, obviously used for our infusions, um, barrel aged syrups, smoke syrups. And we do obviously um, bottle our, our pure maple syrup, which we call our sugar makers cut. <laughs> And you really do have a lot of different flavors. And uh, the sparkle syrup was definitely uh, one of the most fun ones that I took out of the package that we got. I was like, this is awesome for a gift. Um, but what is your favorite flavor out of all the ones you have? I'm sure it's hard to pick, but with, with so many options, is there one that really stands out for you? Yeah, that is a pretty hard question because we have such a variety. Um, but I have to say, I think my favorite one is one that we only have right now. It's a seasonal syrup called our Holiday Spice Infused. Um, it's just like, tastes like a gingerbread cookie um, in maple syrup. And I, um, it's kind of just all of like my favorite flavors wrapped up into one because we have a cinnamon vanilla, a ginger, um, you know, and that, and that one also has clove and nutmeg in it. So um, just adds like a little extra kick. <laughs> And you have other products as well, not just maple syrup, and they're all made with the maple syrup, right? So is that a different process altogether? And how did you kind of get into those areas? Yeah, so we just launched this new line of cocktail syrups. Um, they're, they're maple based cocktail mixers and a line of bitters as well. Um, and that um, is something that just kind of came out um, from using our syrups um, and recommending them for cocktail pairings for so long and um, just developing so many cocktail recipes. Um, our co-owner, um, Laura, is um, makes all of our, our recipes that you see on our website. And she's like our main recipe developer. And, um, you know, she is a professionally trained uh, chef and she's actually written a cookbook. So she's really knowledgeable about all of like the pairings and flavors and combinations with our syrups, but, um, you know, just with the natural, um, kind of pairing, I guess, of, um, maple syrup and cocktails, it's a really great substitute for simple syrup, obviously, and adding all of the different flavors and infusions on top of that, um, really adds a depth of flavor, um, 
obviously, as well as the maple, um, which is a great natural flavor in itself. Yeah, so for all of our listeners who are used to hearing about cocktails and beers and wine, uh, Runamuck has the cocktail mixers and bitters that they're right up your alley. So they're not just maple syrup, pure maple syrup, but you can get kind of both. And celebrate National Maple Syrup Day uh, drinking a syrup cocktail. So I love that. Uh, For the infusions, how... How does that work? So how are you infusing the flavors into these different syrups and these mixtures that you're making? Yeah, so we actually have um, an in-house research and development uh, specialist. Her name's Allison and she's amazing. And she puts a lot of time into all of our products um, and development and testing different ingredients from different um, sources and you know, um, different ways, whether it's like ground up or whole bean, um, things like that. So she is like really, really dialed in with um, the different flavors and nuances of all of the um, ingredients that we infuse with. And she, you know, starts on a small scale, um, does it, like I said, in-house and has her own little setup um, of all different spices and and things. And it was so cool to see her um, put together the bitters, um, the maple-based bitters that we um, developed because it was really just like the possibilities were pretty endless as far as the herbs and spices um, and things that we could use for those. So um, she's really the expert as far as how things are infused. But um, generally, you know, the syrup is just heated up to a certain temperature, and um, we try to not go over a certain temperature because um, it can really manipulate the syrup and, and turn it. Um, you know, it can change that sh- that sugar content. Like I said, kind of change the flavor and we actually do um, produce like maple cream and candies. So, um, you know, if you do heat it up long enough and and to a higher temperature um, that has to be very exact, it can get that awesome like maple sugar candy um, that everyone loves. (laughs) Do you have any favorite cocktails with those maple bitters or the cocktail syrups that you guys have now? Um, The ginger mule has been a favorite for sure. I'm not um, a huge cocktail drinker, but I do love it in a mocktail. Like it's really great with just soda water. Um, and we also have like our Green Mountain Mule recipe that's suggested with it. But um, yeah, we have um, just for the cocktail syrups, uh, a ginger mule and a maple old fashioned and a smoked maple old fashioned, um, which has always been, you know, hands down a favorite of our customers and, um, and our staff, (laughs) frankly. Um, And then we also have a maple tonic, which is uh, like a gin and tonic uh, based syrup. So kind of something for everyone, I think. And uh, like I said, they can be used in mocktails as well. So, um, you know, there's still a lot of possibilities beyond the recipes that we recommended with them. I know I made myself a maple cocktail the other night with, uh, we had Boston Harbor distilling on recently and they have a maple cream liqueur so I did that I mixed it up with some of the maple syrup and I rimmed the glass with some too and it was awesome definitely have fun playing around with those that sounds awesome that is a perfect combination yeah (laughs) and speaking of recipes so of course everybody or at least in my I guess I shouldn't say everyone because I'm speaking for myself, but when I think of syrup, I always think of waffles and pancakes. Like, I I don't know why it's just what I put syrup on, but for you outside of like waffles and syrup and those more, you know, everyday breakfast items, 
what are some of your favorite foods to have syrup with or even make a recipe with? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's a hard question because obviously there's so many. Um, first of all, I would definitely recommend going to our website and checking our recipe section um, if you are interested in any um, other ideas. But um, like I said, cocktails are a big one that we definitely recommend our syrups for. But one thing that I um, hadn't really considered before working for Run Amok was maple syrup, even though I've always been a big maple syrup lover, um, is pairing with cheese. Um, so we do actually have a cheese pairing collection. It's just um, a small kind of sample size um, options of, of four of our um, two ounce sizes. So um, those are some of our favorite syrups to pair with cheese. It um, actually includes like our elderberry infused and our smoked maple syrup. And um, yeah, it just adds a really cool um, flavor to cheese that I had never tried before. And obviously Vermont has really great cheese um, as well. So I'm lucky enough to be able to pair um, two of the best ingredients. Um, and then, um, yeah, just as far as like some of the savory options, I always love grilling with maple syrup and using it like as a marinade or glaze. Um, I was all about the maple mustard like glaze um, this summer and grill with grilling and stuff. Um, and one and our, another one of my favorite recipes is um, this kind of like Asian inspired um, teriyaki sauce with our ginger maple. Um, that one is one, one of my favorite ways to use our ginger maple, which is actually um, like an award-winning product. It won a Sophie Award a few years ago and um, is definitely a, a customer favorite. <laughs> Very cool. I know I always like going with something like a maple glazed salmon. That maple glaze when you're grilling something up, it always, always adds a nice touch. And I know I've had in the past at restaurants actually fried chicken with maple syrup, which is another uh, very good recipe. <laughs> yes, that was actually one one recipe that I put on the website myself was a Japanese fried chicken. That's like, um, like I said, with that kind of Asian inspired um, ginger maple, like like gojujang sauce. It's so good. <laughs> and I feel like the fall and the winter is the time for syrup for me, but I love the flavor and the, the smell, as you mentioned, of maple is just the best. I feel like it's one of those flavors that makes you feel so like comforted and warm. And it's such a, such a good flavor and scent. Um, and today, I didn't mention at the beginning of the podcast, but for everybody listening, you might have seen it in the title. It is National Maple Syrup Day. So December 17th is National Syrup Day. Um, I mean, are you guys celebrating? <laughs> I mean, it kind of feels like maple syrup day every day, um, especially <laughs> now at Renamuck with um, how busy it's been. Uh, the holiday season has just been insane for us this year um, with our sparkle syrup, like you said. Um, it's just been a total hit, and this has definitely been the busiest holiday season we've had. Um, even though we've been featured in Oprah's Favorite Things back in 2016, which actually kind of kick-started the business. Um, it was our first year um, that we had started, so it was kind of off to a great start, but, um, you know, things had grown pretty steadily since then, and then this year with the sparkle syrup, which we just kind of released as, like, a feel-good, um, kind of make-you-smile product, um, things have just taken off. Um, you know, we have just had all hands on deck trying to get holiday orders out the door, most of which include <laughs> sparkle syrup. 
I think mean, closing out 2020 with some sparkle syrup sounds ex like exactly what we all need. <laughs> yeah, it, it's made the perfect gift. I'm I'm actually giving it to a couple of my nephews tonight. Um, so I'm really excited to see how they <laughs> how they take it. Already pancakes. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I love maple syrup. I'm sure they'll love it. <laughs> you can't not love maple syrup. <laughs> yes, especially if you live in Vermont. It's like it's like in their blood here. <laughs> So what are some of your other favorite Vermont companies that you guys have partnered with? I know you've done a lot looking at your social media and your website. It seems like you guys are really kind of all over the map in Vermont, which is incredible. But what are some of your, some of the partners that you kind of have worked with this year that you've done some cool stuff with? Uh, give us a little yeah. insight. Um, yeah, I would probably say Bar Hill Gin and Spirits is one of our top partners that is a really well-known um, national name that we've been super proud to partner with. Um, our PR agency actually works with them too. So we have kind of like a fun um, little connection that way. Um, and yeah, like I said, with, uh, with the hand sanitizer project, um, Bar Hill really kind of led the force in that. So um, we were obviously psyched to, to join with them. Um, and Citizen Cider was another big one um, that was involved with that. And, and we actually have a uh, a product with them called the tree tapper syrup that's used that uses our maple syrup um, and that's kind of a, a limited edition uh, cider of theirs that um, we're always psyched to be a part of and um, seems to be kind of growing every year as well in popularity so um, another um, company that was on the hand sanitizer project was Aquavite kombucha and um, we're actually kind of talking with them right now about um, working on another giveaway. So uh, definitely stay tuned or follow us on social media um, if you're interested in that and hopefully getting in on a nice um, other bundle of, of uh, free Vermont products. We got to get out to Vermont a few months ago when everything was kind of slowed down with the whole pandemic and everything. And we didn't get to get out to Citizen Cider, but we put together a whole roundup of our favorite beer and cider spots from Vermont. And Citizen's Origin Series was definitely featured on there which is, has that tree tapper. So you guys are right in there with it. Awesome. Yeah, Citizen is like my favorite, um, I think, of, of all of the, the alcohol options up here, even though um, my boyfriend actually works <laughs> at a brewery um, in Morrisville. He works for Lost Nation Brewing. So Oh, got it. Yeah, I brought home some of that too. <laughs> <laughs> we stocked up when we were there. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, that's right in my neck of the woods. So um, that's awesome. You guys were able to make it up it's it's been uh, crazy with traveling right now yeah that when you said that earlier when we were talking about what's better who makes the best syrup and what makes it different I was just thinking about how when we were in Vermont they everything that we tried was just so good I mean like you mentioned too the cheese up there we love Cabot our friends at Cabot are their stuff's amazing um there there's just from chocolate to beer to cider to maple syrup there's just so much goodness in Vermont so yeah, we're, such we're a great lucky. state <laughs> we're very lucky and like I said with travel being like so crazy this year I haven't like left at all and I haven't really felt the need to it's been kind of like a nice little staycation and just getting to enjoy it and uh yeah just like embrace the the low-key uh lifestyle here <laughs> So for everyone who's listening, where can people find your syrups, uh, both in store, online, and then where can they find you on social media? 
Yeah, so um, on social media, that's kind of where um, where I am normally um, hanging out. So you can follow us at Run Amok Maple um, or visit our website at runamuckmaple.com. Um, and if you're interested in you know, finding the nearest store that sells uh, Run Amok Maple, you can just check out the store locator on our website. And that is, um, you know, all up to date with um, retailers near and far, all nationwide, um, which has definitely uh, picked up a lot. Like I said, with Sparkle Syrup, we had a lot of new retailers um, this year that we were psyched to add to the list. So um, definitely be on the lookout there if uh, you're trying to squeeze in some last minute gifts and can't get them shipped um, on our website. Awesome. Yes. Uh, and we also included Run Amok before Nick closes those out. We also included you in our New England holiday gift guide. So for anybody who's listening, I know I've mentioned it before. Uh, there's so many great places that you can support, support local businesses, and you can pick it up near you so you don't have to worry about the USPS shipping delays. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for featuring us. We've uh, been fortunate to be um, featured in a lot of gift guides this year. And um even with our awesome PR agency helping us out, um, a lot of stuff has just kind of organically taken off. So I'm um, really grateful. Keep baking great maple syrup. We will include links to the website, to the social media below, so you can get them in the description. And we look forward to enjoying more of it. Cheers. 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 Thank you, guys. Be sure to follow us on social at Uncorked Corner and on the blog at uncorkedcorner.com for a taste of more food and beverage content. And if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave a comment, subscribe, rate, and review on whatever podcast platform you prefer. Thanks for listening.